Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Yes, today. Okay, we're now we're going to talk about setting goals, but it's not really setting goals. Let's look at a plan. Now, if I say, hey, have you set your goals? Instantly, you're going to get that feeling in the pit of your stomach like, oh, damn, I should have set them or I should have done this or I should have done that. Okay, the, the, a wise man once told me, said, don't be shouldn't on yourself. So let's go over what a goal is or what a plan is. Well, first, when we look at this, your beliefs literally shape your reality. And what a goal or a plan is, it's to change the shape of your reality, to change what you think is possible. Uh, now, you might have heard uh, belief. You know, you only live once, okay? And this is um, told to be bold and to be aggressive and everything else. And if you have a belief where you only live once, um, that's not true. You actually live every day. You die only once. Isn't that something? So you take a statement that's common, like you only live once, but you can change that around. And then you can look at other belief systems. We have multiple lives. There are limitless dimensions. Okay, so you can have that. So based on your belief system, so think of that. Three different belief systems. One, you only live once. The other one, you live every day, but you die only once. And the third one, you have multiple lives, and there's limitless dimensions. So all of these are a belief. Now, belief is a combination of perception, evidence, and time. And so what we really need to do is change your perception of what your potential is. Okay, so we got to build up new evidence. And then this is going to totally change your perception, and that changes your belief. Because your beliefs of where you are today and what your potential is are formed by those around you, like parents, teachers, friends, family. I mean, authority figures. So I want to bring back and bring the importance of goal setting or having a plan. And this is important for not just your health, but also life. Uh, if you haven't read about the Shackleton Expedition in 1914, the first uh, overland crossing of Antarctica, and this guy, uh, there was a north or an Arctic crossing at the same time that this was going on, within the, the, a couple of years. Everybody on the Arctic crossing, uh, they died, turned to cannibalism, it went to hell in a handbasket. Uh, and they both had trauma. The Antarctic crossing, uh, they lost their boat. They were, they were uh, set adrift for 634 days, and not one man died. Everybody survived. Why? Because they set goals. They set long-term goals and short-term milestones, and they had a plan. And their goal, okay, their, that how they survived, see, two expeditions at the same time. One went into chaos, cannibalism, and everyone died. The other, everyone lived. Both had challenges. And the lessons from uh, Shackleton, cultivate optimism in yourself. Doesn't that sound like a good goal? It really does. Okay, stay grounded in reality. So let's not be fanciful, but you have to have an outlook. Be aware of your self-talk. Now, we talk about this stuff in almost every um, health talk that I've ever given, is what you say to yourself is important. 
Find outlets for your own feelings so that you can either write it down in a journal or talk to friends. Let go of guilt. Okay, because so many times uh, we, we allow an emotionally charged event to actually change uh, your actions today. Everybody, the only people that don't make mistakes don't make anything. So let go of guilt and look at long-term goals and short-term milestones. See, what we have to do, we have to change the pathway to enlightenment. Now, there's a, a method behind this, and this is to change plans, to change belief systems. Uh, think of, of what the average people are doing. They're doing what they're told. And if you're doing what you're told, like let's say you're taking your medications or you're vaccinating your children, you're following your government, you're, you're going to the job, you're putting money in your 401k, you're going to Walmart and get your food, you're doing this. The challenge is if you think that that's all life is, the pathway to enlightenment is the next aspect are to question what you're doing. And this is what I want you to do. All the stuff that you're doing during the day and the plan that you have, like what are you going to be doing next week, next month, this summer? Um, what are you going to be doing for your family? Um, right now, I want you to question that. Now, if you're taking medications, are medications the way to get healthy? Uh, if you're vaccinating or you know people that are vaccinating their kids, well, if you're not aware of it, 72 doses of 17 different vaccines are going to be required by everyone up until 18 years old. So can vaccines cause harm to the immune system? And what about our economy? So once you start to question what's going on, and then you start to look for the why, and this is where change happens. See, no matter what happens, people get stuck in a rut where they keep doing what they're doing, what they're told. And, and when you start to question that, that's when you start getting, um, well, challenges. And it's also when you start uh, getting, um, let's just say, not socially acceptable where friends, family are going to say, well, why aren't you doing this? Because if you think about it, what's the belief system of your doctor? And um, William James, and this is brilliant, quote, the world that seems so insane is the result of a belief system that's not working. To perceive the world differently, we must be willing to change our belief system. We must let the past slip away, expand our sense of now, and dissolve fear in our minds. William James. I mean, brilliant. So when we look at this, what is your belief system about health, about life, about relationships, about your full potential? And I'm talking genetic potential, financial potential. What is the, the end result? Do you have a belief system that it's genetic, that you have fibromyalgia or high blood pressure or your aunt had breast cancer and that you're going to get it? Is, is that your belief system? Well, let's look at epigenetics. See, when you go back seven or eight or ten generations, then you're looking at genetic and genetic expression. Epigenetics means it's a control above the genes. So when we start setting goals or a plan for your health to get your health back, um, think of all of those people that you know that have heart disease, cancer, mental disorders, diabetes, leukemia, bipolar disorder, infertility. Now, are these genetic 
Or can you name some family members that don't have it? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a difference or there's a control, and it's called epigenetic or control above the gene. Now, one of the things that you have, and this was out of the Journal of uh, Met Met Metabolism and Clinical and Experimental, uh, they say that medications, FDA-approved pharmaceutical drugs, can cause per persistent epigenetic changes, causing heart disease, cancer, uh, diabetes, obesity, schizophrenia. And their quote is, consequences for modern medicine are profound, since it would imply that our current understanding of pharmacology is an oversimplification. Absolutely it is. So once you start to question why am I given this drug? Why did my doctor prescribe it? How long do I have to take it? What are the side effects of it? If you just go in there and do, you just take it and abdicate the authority of your entire life over to that doctor, you're going to start to become sick because you're trusting this doctor's uh, education and training to get you better. So there's no personal stake in it. There's no personal responsibility. Uh, so this is when you have to start thinking about how you think. It's called medit metacognitive. Uh, metacognition refers to the study of memory and monitoring, self-regulation. It's meta-reasoning. It's, it's thinking how you think. Now, a person's knowledge, which is understanding your own capabilities, Past knowledge, and if we look at knowledge or how um, knowledge, three different types: personal knowledge, understanding your own capabilities. Task knowledge is how you perceive the difficulty of a task and how you solve it or or um, fix it, complete the task. And then strategic knowledge, using your own capabilities for strategies to learn information. Now, this is going to be consciousness, awareness, self-awareness. Uh, now, when we look at how your brain works, uh, and again, this is all designed to get you to change your perception on the environment. If you're taking medications, do you realize that there's an endogenous pharmaco pharmacotherapy? This means that your brain uh, can tell your body to make any drug that you need. That's right. Your brain produces benzodiazepams. Uh, uh, okay, so we're talking feel-good uh, hormones. We're talking um, uh, adrenaline, cortisol, epinephrine, norepinephrine, dopamine. Your brain secretes the right substance based on environmental stimulus. That's right. Your brain secretes the medications. So what about potential? What about cancer? Do you have the ability to set a plan and a goal to protect you from cancer or to reverse cancer? Absolutely. Out of the Journal of Scientific Exploration, there was a journal or article, and this is back in 2000, where they actually had mice in a group of mice that 100% are going to die between 14 and 17 days. 100% of the mice injected with this cancer are going to die. And what they found out is if you just held the mouse for one hour a day, within 30 days, they were all cured. Now, we're not injecting them with anything. We're just giving them a different environment. A person is just holding them in the cage. Okay, they're not loving them. They're not talking to them. And, quote, 
Our initial hope was that we might get a significant difference in survival between the experimentals and the controls. Remission was not seriously considered. Finally, we may conclude that we are apparently able to cure mammary adenocarcinoma in experimental mice on demand. On demand. Now, this is not Gerson therapy or Hoxie therapy or any type of therapy. You're just literally holding these. So our reality, your belief system, past experiences, and evidence, and a perception what if you had the perception that you could actually change, you can change not just your physiology, but you could change your environment? And, um, Joe Dispenza said it brilliantly. Change your personality and you change your personal reality. So if we can reverse cancer with thought, uh, what do you want to do? Do you want to be healthier, happier, wealthier? What's your true purpose? Can you go in there and find your true purpose and change it? What drives you? What do you value? Uh, now, where are you now? Are you sick, unhealthy, stressed, depressed, broke in debt? What is your true potential? Well, we've done this wheel, and, and you'll see it tonight. We're going to do live on Facebook. Uh, but this wheel, imagine spokes of a wheel. On one um, area in between the spokes, it says business and career. Another, it's finances. Another, it's health, romance, personal growth, fun and recreation, physical environment. So think of this. If you have a wheel, and each spoke on this wheel is one of those aspects, what I want you to do is evaluate each area of your life. Okay, now, so if you've um, got the greatest relationships in the world, you're fantastic, your romantic life is the best ever, you're going to put it way out to the outside edge, or that would be a 10. Let's say you have trouble keeping good relationships, you have um, no romantic interest, it's just miserable, you just got divorced, you're grumpy, you'd be really low towards the hub. And the key is, if you're mastering every aspect of your life, your wheel is going to be round. And also, when you understand the brilliance of this, if you're not mastering any area of your life, someone will take it over for you. And it's not that it's bad. It's not that it's good. It's just this is reality. This is what the world works. So if you're not mastering your finances, you're probably going to hook up with somebody who is mastering their finances. So it's it's a really cool balance. Now, I'm going to put up my uh, actual progress and digression, okay, in, uh, I'm reading myself, 2014, 2017, and 2018. And it's kind of fun to see the progress. And also, are you going to progress in every area? More than likely not. <laughs> more than likely, there's going to be some areas that you're going to do well in. Some areas, you're going to have more challenges. Uh, but what I want you to do is rate yourself accurately and think of how you're actually achieving in business. Are you happy with your work, your business? If Let's say you're retired. Are you happy with what you're doing in retirement? Are you giving back? Are you, are you fulfilled? Are you appreciated? Are you honored? Your finances. Uh, do you have enough? Do, um, and what could enough be? Could enough be to give 
um, to build a church, to build homes for friends. Uh, so what are your finances like? Are you comfortable and secure? What's your health like? Uh, does your health limit activities? Or are you able to do anything you want? Do you feel strong and healthy and dynamic? Are you able to sleep good? Are you able to um, digest your food good? Do you have any restrictions on health? And then look at family, friends. Okay, do you have good connections with them? Uh, are you able to spend time with your family and friends? Do you have good romantic interest? Uh, are your passions excited in that area? What about personal growth? Are you spending time to learn about life, but learn about things that interest you? Um, what about fun and recreation? You have to schedule fun. So first, before when you start setting your goals, uh, you have to determine your values. Now, this isn't moral or you know what, what a lot of people consider values. This is what you actually value. What do you surround yourself with? Do you surround yourself with, with books? Do you surround yourself with workout equipment? Do you surround yourself with, um, with, with sewing equipment? Uh, do you watch TV all the time? Are you totally into family feud at night? You know, what do you value? And that means what do you spend your time, your energy, your efforts on? What do you put your attention in? And that's going to be your highest value. Now, values are as unique to a person as um, every person. It's like a fingerprint. And at drdemartini.com slash values slash login, I recommend you go to the Demartini uh, method and get your values clear uh, because this is actually really neat. And if you don't have a direction, like let's say you're stuck in a job you're not happy with, let's say you have a relationship you're not happy with, you don't feel like content with life. I'm going to give you an exercise, and this is a way to change your potential. And this is to do a hundred things to do, be, or become. So what you need to do is get a sheet of paper with 100 things and write down 100 things to do, be, or become. What this is going to do, this is going to expand your potential. See, a lot of people get into fields and they don't know why. You know, they might get into uh, carpentry or contracting because their relatives were into it. They might be an auto mechanic because their dad was an auto mechanic. But they don't physically choose this stuff. And to function in life, uh, wouldn't it be great if you did exactly what you wanted? You had the freedom to appreciate and enjoy life. Well, this is the exercise that will expand your mind. There's a universal intelligence that's around you, and this is a way to tap into it. So you write 100 things to do, be, or become, and they have to be present time, and they have to be clear. You're not going to write something like, I want to be happy. Okay, no, that's not clear. Uh, um Learn to scuba dive. Absolutely. Not I want to scuba dive. It has to be in present tense that you've achieved it. And if you're going to say learn to cook well, okay, how about take a cooking class in Tuscany? Uh, scuba dive, the Great Barrier Reef. See, you're going to come up with things that are even fanciful. Hike Mount Kilimanjaro. And, and think of uh, snow skiing on the Swiss Alps, climbing the pyramids, all of these things that you're going to be putting down on this, you're going to be digging deep into this universal intelligence. 
What I wrote down is I wrote down open a clinic in Mexico because I'm actually working towards that this year to become a celestial navigator so I can sail by the stars and dive the Great Barrier Reef. So those, those are some of the things I put down on my list. Then you put down a 1, a 5, or a 10 next to each one of those items. So could you do it in one year? Could you do it in five years? Could you do it in 10 years? And so like on those three goals that I mentioned, open a clinic in Mexico, heck yeah, I can do it in a year. I've got been in the works for two, so it'll be done this year. Uh, celestial navigation, I'm probably going to take about five years to master that because I don't get on the boat enough. Now, to dive the Great Barrier Reef, hey, I'm already a certified diver, so I can go down there quick, but to get time with opening up a couple of clinics and everything else, I think that's going to be a 10-year goal. You know, before I'm 70, I'll dive the Great Barrier Reef, so that's cool. Now, you put a 1, a 5, or a 10, whether you could do that goal in one year, five years, or 10 years, and then see if they conform to your highest values. You know, so if you want to save money, um, and that's one of your highest goals, but you have to have the Gucci purse or the Gucci shoes or the Chanel this or the Louis Vuitton that, you're valuing name brands. You're not valuing money. And one isn't better than the other. It just happens to be what you value. And so now, um, get your top five one-year goals and build a vision board. And this is going to be a way to keep your goals inside of your brain all the time. And those goals are going to be vital. Okay, so, um, and then yeah, you're going to do mindstorming. So you've got the 100 goals, the top five, one year, five year, or 10 year. And now I'm going to teach you mindstorming. Now, this is amazing. If you got it, uh, this was taught to me by one of the most successful men I've ever met. And you know what brainstorming is. Brainstorming, two people get together, three or four, and you kick an idea around and you, uh, you expand on that idea. Mindstorming is just you. Okay, so you pick one of your top, top five one-year goals. And you write down 20 specific actions you can do to achieve that goal specific year so you're only taking one of your 100 goals and it's one of your uh, one year goals and you're going to write 20 actions that's just what you want to do so let's say one of my goals is to open a clinic in mexico so what are my actions first find a list of clinics in mexico so i can pick up a good area check what the clinics are offering to see if it's comparable or what i'm going to do how about find out immigration status so I can work in Mexico. That might be important. So you go through and you do 20 specific actions to achieve that one goal. And sure enough, by the time you've completed those 20 actions, guaranteed without a doubt, you will have it. And, and think of this, the why behind setting a plan, the why behind setting goals, setting a plan is vital. Because the system that we're in now checks and balances. What if nothing changes this year? What if nothing changes with your finances or with your, your career or with your family or with your friends? Uh, what if you don't achieve your goals? Now think of this. There are no unrealistic goals. There's only unrealistic timelines. 
So right now, it doesn't matter if you're sick, if you're hurting, if you're financially in trouble, if you have crappy relationships, none of that stuff matters. Don't let the past experiences or past um, a life influence you on expanding your potential for the future. So those might not have been your highest values. If you have unmet goals, like let's say you're valuing money and you don't have any because you're spending uh, your money on exotic cars, you're spending it on, on family, friends, okay, then your goal of having money isn't as important as spending time with family or friends or getting that Gucci bag. Now, number one, when you're doing all of this planning and all of this goal setting, don't be afraid to fail. You will fail. Fail forward fast. The only people that don't fail or don't screw up don't do anything. Okay, so fail forward fast. Look at, look at Edison. Uh, he said that he tried um, over a thousand different things for, to find the right substance for the light bulb. And he says, no, I never failed. He just, it was a thousand and one step process to find the right material. So look at goal setting, look at mind storming. Uh, set your goals and start achieving them. But get healthy, get organized, live life to the fullest, learn new hobbies, spend less, save more, travel more, read more. I mean, you literally have everything. Now, when you're doing New Year's resolutions, do not focus on the negative. Don't think that you're going to take something away, like I'm going to quit smoking or I'm going to try this diet or or I want this. All of those wants and quit and and try, none of those things are powered words. That is how you um, you fail in a resolution. You fail in a plan or a goal. Okay, focus on already being achieved. So instead of quitting smoking, Okay, uh, I make dynamic health choices. Instead of trying this diet, no, I'm going to eat organic, plant-based, grain-free. You know, I mean, you, you eat healthy. Uh, what are some of the keys to health and wealth? Sleep, sufficient nutrients, play, exercise, prayer, meditation. So start getting your deep sleep. Start changing that. So, you know, do the 100 things to do, be, or become. Uh, do the journaling, sleep, uh, go to bed every night at the same time, get up every night at the same time, take at least one day um, a month to look at where you've been and where you're going, take at least one week a year uh, to look at where you've been and where you're going, uh, look at, make appropriate food choices, daily juicing, um, look at blending, healthy food, plant-based. Make sure that what you put in your system is good for you. Okay, swim in the ocean, ride a bike, take a, a new hobby. Expand on what you think your potential is. Uh, look at the I am exercise. Breathing every day. I mean, we've got patients that are paraplegics, quadriplegics, and these people have devastating physical challenges. But by gosh, you can still change your mind. Now, we have one patient that was born um, physically deformed. And she's around uh, 12 years old now. And the mom took her to a psychic. 
Now, it's interesting because when you're confronted with somebody that was born with a very traumatized body, you know, you think of why? What's the purpose? Uh, well, what this psychic said, and this, again, it goes on whatever belief system you want, but I like the idea of what the psychic said. Uh, they said, why were you born into this body? And this little kid had chosen to be born in this challenged body because we realize that there's a spiritual aspect to our nature. And if you have more physical challenges, you can easily go into that spiritual aspect. So maybe you're, you're living in a physical pain. You live with physical, chemical, emotional stress. How about meditating and prayer, deep breathing? How about transcending that? Look at your potential, not the reality. Look at what you can achieve and what your mind can achieve. It's so important to break past barriers, to set a plan for the future. And again, I'm using plan instead of goals because a goal is, is like an end result. A plan is something that's continuous, that you have a plan for your health. You have a plan for your finances. You have a plan for good relationships. And, and so this means that, of course, you know the old saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So this is up to you. Take charge of your life. Look at your potential. Look at the dream that you might have. Look at, look at a genie in the bottle, and you can achieve it. Your body is more energy than matter. You're designed by God. You're living in this amazing universe. When you look at your reflection in the mirror, smile. They say that everyone's a self-made man, but only the successful admit it. Well, by God, you are going to be this successful this year. You're going to have a plan. You're going to achieve it, and you're going to make big differences. This is Dr. John Bergman, your health advocate, and having a plan for your life is vital. God bless you. I love you. And when you look in your, mirror, your reflection in the mirror, smile. God loves you too. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.